For 40 years, Sandals has been crafting escapes of five-star luxury and romance throughout the Caribbean. Our new Palmcast takes you inside our five-star resorts with exclusive insights and stories you won't want to miss. Come explore the future of luxury-included travel and the best of the Caribbean. So kick up your feet, get some shade. This is the Sandals Palmcast. We're back on another episode of the Sandals Palmcast. I am Randy West here at the beautiful Sandals Royal Curacao with Heidi. We have Mitchell and Deborah all with me today. Heidi, let's start with you. Heidi of the Sandals Foundation, welcome again. Thank you so much. Great to be here. It's great to have you again. Uh, This beautiful new resort. You guys have been here and now the grand opening and all the things happening here in Curacao. But Sandals Foundation has really been on the ground for a while now, working on, of course, all the projects that you guys do as you guys come into any community. And let's talk about future goals because it's a new project, a new project that's specific here to Curacao. Explain that. Well, very exciting. Future goals, uh, it speaks to so many things. Future goals is really about setting goals for future generations. And we're doing this by partnership with IAX and Sandals Resorts, going into schools, 48 primary schools here in Curacao, and basically introducing football, letting these children have ongoing sports in their school with coaches that are going to be trained through the IAX team and Favela Street, who is here on the ground, a foundation on the ground here doing football. But very importantly, the sustainable aspect of it is about having these goals that are made out of recycled plastic and ghost nets from the sea. So that's a whole component of future goals which Limpy has been very instrumental in. So they're here with us and and they really have been the engineers behind the goals. And so when you come into a new community, how do you connect with the local organizations to know what projects the Sandals Foundation is going to partner with and do? And I mean, there's a lot that goes into this. Sure, there is. And of course, well, Limpy is quite well known here now, but um, we do our research. We get out there and see what's happening on the ground. And these guys have been, you know, working with recycled plastic environment is a huge component for us at the foundation and also for us here at resort looking at what we're going to showcase in our retail shops so it kind of was a natural fit and from there we moved into the whole future goals and both Ajax and ourselves contacted them we were both kind of talking at the same time and they were saying hold on a second you guys is this the same project so because of what they've been able to do here on the ground with recycled plastics it was a, a natural fit for us to move forward for the school's program and that's how it kind of came about. How creative. I'll bet the kids, local kids, are very excited about this, I assume, right? Because soccer, football, where you know, however we want to call it. I know it's football here, right? Or is it soccer? It's football. It's football here. Okay. So how are the kids and how is the community reacting to this project? They're super excited. Well, first of all, Ajax is very famous here from the Netherlands and, you know, everybody loves football, but also the children in the schools. We launched the beginning of this month and the reception was incredible. You know, having goals in the schools that they can actually play having the footballs donated from Adidas and getting them coaches that are going to actually be in the schools. So these coaches are between 16 and 24. They're local coaches and they're actually being trained by the Ajax team and Flavella Street. So it's it's about sustainability. It's not about just having a program and walking away. It's about training local coaches so they can continue the program going forward. And then of course the component that takes in the whole environment. Let's go to Deborah here and Mitchell because this is, it's quite a extraordinary what you guys have done. Let's start with Limpy and where Limpy is derived from. We explain that because maybe most don't know. We both studied industrial product design in Holland. That's where we met. And uh, when we were finishing up the study, we were thinking, yeah, what 
what are we going to do now? In the study, we learn about plastics, plastic productions, but also the dangers of plastic and what it's doing to our nature, our oceans and everything. So that really opened up our eyes from when we visited Curacao again with all the plastic that has been washed ashore on the north side of the island. And we thought, yeah, we need to do something about this. We need to create awareness on this problem. And let's do that by showing people how valuable plastic waste actually can be. So we decided to start the project Limpi to... Uh, create our own machines and then create products with uh, new products with the plastic waste we find on the island and really show people how valuable plastic waste is that it's a material that you don't have to throw away but that you can recycle it into something new and limpy literally means clean explain that yeah so uh, on curacao we have our native language papiamento and limpy means clean in papiamento now i want to get to mitchell here in a second because i have a feeling mitchell's doing a lot of building here is he are you doing a lot of these prototypes (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) So are you guys physically going out and collecting these plastics? I mean, talk about yeah. that process. Yeah, so we actually use two types of plastic for the future goals. We're using the bottle caps. So we're collecting bottle caps. We're going to do that at schools as well, uh, but we're now doing it from people that bring it to us from their home. And we also use the plastic that's washing ashore. So a lot of plastic is washing ashore. That's actually why we started Limpy. And yeah, we're collecting it ourselves, but there are a few uh, foundations as well that are cleaning up and bringing the plastic to us as as well so yeah that's how we collect the plastic and then yeah we need a lot because we need a, we need to make a lot of goals <laughs> a lot of goals so yeah we have to is organize. there a goal for the number of goals by the way is well, there 48 yeah. schools 48, 48 schools. schools so Times like two. 98 Eight. goals you, you have a lot of work ahead of you over yeah, here mitchell yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of work yeah so we're now starting to organize uh, cleanups as well to yeah clean up more beaches because yeah there's so much plastic the plastic is enough but we have to pick it up before we can use it and the netting is very specific too yeah. let's go yeah. into the netting portion of the actual physical goal yeah yeah so here in Curacao we have a lot of illegal fishing uh, with netting it's not allowed to use netting here in Curacao so the netting that is here in the ocean are either loose broken broken loose netting or illegal netting and they are picked up by the coast guard and we're now working together with the coast guard to collect the the netting and then they come to us we cut them into the right shapes and then use it for the goals so all the entire goal itself is all virtually made of recycled everything recycled plastic recycled everything yes yes 100 and how long is it taking you to do one goal, Mitchell. <laughs> a, long time. a long time. A long time. A lot of this is, of course, the collecting and the sorting. Right. For Limpy, colors are very important as well. All our products are very bright in color. So we have to sort all the plastic first because the color is also from the bottle caps and from the plastic from the ocean as well. So we have to sort that out as well uh, and then create the whole goals. We're talking to Deborah and Mitchell here. They're from Limpy. I know you guys said that you got interested about what we're going to do next and you saw the problem and then you yeah. decided to come up with some way to create a solution is what I'm hearing. But how did you get interested or how did this become a cause for you and and why was it important to you? First of all, we are very creative. We like to use our hands. We like to be busy. So our idea was let's do something creative and and have an impact with it. So we started as a project, but that very fast turned into a business where we made our own machines. We make our own designs and molds and we use the plastic waste to create new products. So we make products for ourselves, but also for businesses that contact us for specific types of products with their logo, our awards, our tables are a lot of different types of products 
And yeah, that's what we do. And then, well, it's exactly what the Sandals Foundation does. Heidi, back to you, you know, to that point, you look for young, inspiring and inspirational people that are out here in the community really kind of impacting and making a difference and then how that applies to what the Sandals Foundation does everywhere across the Caribbean. That partnership is probably a pretty easy one, I would imagine, because they're exactly the kinds of, you know, folks that you collaborate with all the time. They are. And these guys actually hit all three areas for us because one, it's about producing local product and, you know, the great things that they're producing for our retail shops. But two, it's about environment and sustainability and recycling and actually going into the schools and that will be a component of the football program. It's not just football, it's life skills, but it's also teaching about the marine environment. And then the other part is, is the whole community education. So everything's kind of fallen together beautifully and there we see a great future together. <laughs> yes, very inspiring future too. Yeah. Heidi, back to you for the Sandals Foundation here in uh, Sandals Royal Curacao. What future projects are you guys going to be working on here? I know you guys do many, many projects at the same time. The Sandals Foundation is always very, very busy. So what can we expect in the future? We're looking at all sorts of stuff. I've been on the road today already. But environment is a big, big focus. One of the things, of course, showcasing the beauty of Curacao. So working with the national parks and Carmabi and looking at apps for guests to get out and explore. And basically more educational components. So for us, it's about coming to the islands, about meeting with the right people. So we have meetings tomorrow with the education divisions, seeing where the gaps are and where we can help to make our in. So that's really what it's all about. And then, of course, getting our team members involved. I think we're planning our first and, well, next two cleanups. So our team is a huge, huge part of that. So we get them out and involved in everything we're doing. Well, congratulations to you, Deborah and Mitchell, for this wonderful idea that's really making an impact and for partnering with our friends here at the Sandals Foundation because of the work that you guys do across the Caribbean is just nothing short of, of wonderful and miraculous across a lot of different areas that you guys do help the kids and the community and the environment. So congratulations to all you on a wonderful idea, future goals, and we can expect all of those goals done. Mitchell, you're going to be a busy guy this summer, I have a feeling. Pretty busy. Very busy. Very, very busy. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us on the Sandals Palmcast. Appreciate you guys so much. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having us. Don't forget to subscribe to be notified when the next series drops. And remember, love is all you need because everything else is included.